Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Nice to be right. Nice to be right in a major. Nice to be nice. Nice to be right when the odds are like thirty-five to one. I'm proud of you, Mike. Good job by you. That's what I'll say. That was fun. That was a fun Father's Day. Excellent U.S. Open. Came down to a final putt. Now I have a betting question for you. Go Uh, ahead. Having had outrights on both uh, Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick, if they had gone to extra holes, do I get both as winners? No. Okay. It's just whoever wins the playoff. Yeah, like in DraftKings, they once they win it, you get first place finishing points for both guys. So it would have still been up. I would have had it either way if they had gone to the playoff. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Um, comes down to a final putt. Willie Z can't make them up. Putt made a million putts all weekend. Uh, and outside of the terrible NBC coverage, uh, excellent, excellent golf on Sunday shine. Wow. A hundred percent agree. I mean, it was just an awesome tournament. The course was maniacal. The The, the players were great. They were up and down the leaderboard constantly. Um, I, I, I thought it was an awesome, awesome drama. For the U.S. Open, just horrible coverage by NBC. And, really, really uh, bad. And yep. I was, I was, I, I feel good. I think as a podcast, we really kind of hit a lot of the guys that we felt would have good success. And I mean, outside of day three, Colin Morikawa had great success at the tournament. Yeah. And yeah. it's and Willie Z was constantly up and down the board. You had Fitzpatrick as well. Like I think overall, great tournament for us. Great tournament overall for the viewers. Yeah, super consistent. Like crazy to see a guy win his first PGA Tour event in a major, and that was what. Hannibal's pushback was on Wednesday when I, I talked about Fitzpatrick, but clearly he was comfortable at that course, super steady, no real big mistakes. He avoided that big blow up really all day Sunday. And yep. you said it like we were, you were texting back and forth. Like the course was like absolute torture for those guys going out yesterday. And I thought, well, maybe one of the two Zalatoris Fitzpatrick, they blow up and just one runs away with it. Nope. Came down to the final hole, came down to one putt and both guys in those conditions in a major Pretty freaking awesome. And Willie Z now, I think it's, what is it, six top t- tens or something in majors. Like, he, he's going to go on a run here at some point. He's that right was, there uh, on the edge. That was fun to watch. And I like he fired back at the Instagram morons who want to fix his putting. Love like, that. I, yeah, Love I, that. If you watch Willie Z, put, the Duke can putt. Like, I, he's not, that's not, 
that's not the issue for him. He's got to be more consistent, but he, he missed, was right he there in a major. put on 18 by like a hair. The yeah, guy was just player. over the top of the cup by a hair. And uh, I, I think he even said in the in the post-game interview, he's like, he, he's like somebody, Zinger or somebody, was saying that I, I was the closest to making that putt all day. He's like, I guess that's a nice consolation prize, right? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, like, so good. I love I think I think Willie Z has a great attitude, uh, and he's going to break through. You're absolutely right. One, one, one day. One tournament, especially, it might be a major. He is going to break through, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, just an awesome leaderboard to finish. Fitz wins by a stroke over Scheffler and Willie Z. Hideki Matsuyama played awesome, went 500. I think that was a low round on Sunday. Yep. Uh, he finished only three shots back. Your guy Morikawa had an excellent Sunday as well. Uh, they were rooting for Rory, and Rory has never... Never quite get it going. He finished he one under the like a under tumultuous round, uh, set yeah. of uh, holes yeah. where he was like birdie, par, bogey, birdie, bogey, birdie, bogey, bogey, or something like that. It was insane. But uh, to give you an idea, like Sam Burns and, and John Rahm, two of the best players in the world, went four and six over respectively. So yep. the, the course was not easy. And for those two guys in that final pairing to go two under and one under respectively with Scheffler and Matsuyama and Morikawa and Rahm, at least to start the day, uh, breathing down their neck was really impressive. So I mean, not not because it worked out financially. Uh, it was an awesome final round. You, can, you can't have a better like three hour stretch you had there from like well, I, I, like, like five hour stretch, like two to seven was just. I didn't, I didn't get off Chef's the couch. Kiss. It was awesome. It was again outside of the terrible coverage. Uh, Alex Reamer wrote about it today at weei.com. Nationally, people are getting all over NBC as they should. Between the the country club drink thing on Friday, between the the, the com- shot, 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 commercial break, shot, shot, commercial break that we saw on Saturday, um, and then Brad Facts and stuff that you talked about over the weekend. So uh, it was really bad coverage. Hopefully we really recognize that. we got the Travelers this week, and I think with the, it, uh, the British Open's in a couple of weeks. So yes. we got some good golf coming up. We'll bring Hannibal back on uh, for the British Open uh, coming up, and I'll have some sort of thoughts on the Travelers because it's always fun, Shine. There, you, hit, you hit the deposit button so many times, sports betting, you get the withdrawal brought on a Monday morning. That's a good feeling. Oh, that's a, a good feeling. It's the best feeling oh. in the world. There's no better feeling than that. Except maybe puring an iron and putting it within a foot of the green or a foot well, of the pin. You'll be doing that at Chelmsford Country Club this week because the weather. Uh, I'll be terrific. doing it actually later this afternoon at uh, Pine <laughs> Hills in Lexington with my father. So there you You're go. You playing Pine Hills? Yeah, How about yeah. that, Big Daddy? That's that's the way to celebrate right there. Nice easy. Uh, nice we easy have Game that. Three Stanley Cup Finals tonight. The Prince of Pucks has been all over the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, they're up to nothing going back to Tampa. Uh, you were leaning yesterday on potential little Tampa action as they get back home in this series, Shime. Uh, my Vasilevsky con Smythe Award winners are dead in the water, so I need a bet for tonight, Game 3, Stanley Cup Finals on a Monday. What do we have? Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking yesterday. I'm going Colorado money line <laughs> minus 110. I thought about it a little bit more, and I go, why would I do that? I just watched the Avalanche dominate this team. Good completely and utterly embarrass the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 2. I'm not going to start doubting myself now. Uh, maybe maybe Tampa can keep it close. Ah, screw that. I'm going to go Avalanche money line minus 110. You basically get the Avalanche just to outright win the game, and you can have overtime. Uh at almost even money. I'm going to take that every single time. It's not even close. Like, I, I have to do that. Uh, I'm also probably going to spring, uh, sprinkle a little bit on Gabriel Landeskog to score a goal today at 2-1. Okay. So those those are my two plays. I'm just going avalanche, money line, straight up, and in your face, and then a little sprinkle on uh, Gabriel Landeskog. Is the money line the same for both teams tonight? Yes, it is. It was originally That's interesting. Uh, even money for Avalanche, minus 115 for Tampa Bay. Uh, so and it has some, since shifted. Okay, so yeah. I, I assume the Avalanche are just getting pummeled with money, as they should, because they are the better team. 
Yeah, if you want to play the Lightning minus the one and a half on the puck line, they're plus 225, but you mentioned that yesterday is not wanting to do it. Um, you could play uh, the Avalanche plus one and a half pucks for minus 265. Lightning minus one and a half pucks for plus 225. That doesn't seem appetizing. Uh, yeah, I think basically I have a bet on Tampa the rest of the series. It's the Vasilevsky, like, long shot maybe wins the Consumite. So I, I don't know if I'm going to jump back in tonight. I may sit on those two bets, or it may be time to turn full bore into the baseball season shine. Excellent win for the Red Sox yesterday. Nick Pavetta, uh, well over five and a half strikeouts at plus 105, which also added to the bankroll on Sunday. So that worked out for me. Uh, and they play a really, 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 really bad Tigers team. And by the way, if you're just waking up now and the Celtics season is over and we're a month away from uh, uh, football, Red Sox are pretty good, Shime. They're they're pretty good right now. Imagine imagine if they had played this well to start the season. Like, they would be competing with the Yankees. Like, I, I think the division yeah. is almost out of reach just because of totally how well agree. the Yankees totally have played. Totally agree, yes. But, I mean, you are playing for that wild card spot. You can host the wild card game. You can win that game and then, and then face the Yankees. And that would be an awesome, awesome series with how good the Yankees are this year because if the Red Sox were able, ever able to upset them, Yankees fans would be effing beside themselves, and it would be glorious. Uh, Red Sox have had this great run. So in their last 12 series, Shine, they are 9-1-2 and two in overall series, so they've yeah, won awesome. 9 of their last 12. Uh, they've only lost. They've, they've, they've either won or split 11 of their last 12 series, and yet you look at the AL standings on June 20th, they're still 13 and a half back of the Yankees. Like, they have played out of their minds. The Yankees are 49-17. and 17. That's unbelievable. But to your point, to your point, they are running away with the American League. The second best record in the American League is like 41 wins for the Astros. Yep. If the Red Sox had just pitched Garrett Whitlock out of the bullpen for a week and a half, they'd have close to the second best record in the American League. You're a thousand percent right about that. Which I think is awesome. And so you can easily catch Tampa Bay. You're going to have a bunch of games coming up with Tampa Bay and July, Toronto and the, Yon, and the Yankees. Yep. So all three of those teams, you're going to get a ton of opportunities to gain ground on. Uh, I think if you're kicking the, kicking the crap out of Tampa Bay uh, and at least competing with Toronto and then competing with the Yankees, I think you're in great shape. You don't need to win all of those, but you need to win the majority of the series or at least kind of go 500 in that stretch to keep yourself alive there and then beat up on these bad teams. For the the three weeks up until July, you're going to get a lot of crappy baseball teams. You need to dominate those games, and then once you start playing Toronto, Tampa, New York, that's when you just have to kind of make sure you stay around that 500 mark uh, for the trade deadline and the All-Star break. So we're going to start giving you, uh, since we are getting into this kind of the summer season, we're going to give you the lines and where we are now with the baseball. We, we, admittedly, I have to, I'm going to say this every day for at least a couple of weeks here, Shine. We are giving you the odds at basically 10:30 in the morning. So, it, what we're saying, it might not be available at that time. There can be uh, lineup changes. There can be injuries. So you need to, unfortunately, do some of your own work here. We can't do the work for you. Basically, eight hours for a game. That's going to be the issue with this, unless we start recording it later in the day during the summer. Um, you're getting lines here at 10.30 in the morning. So currently at 10.30, 10.29 Eastern time, on your Father's Day, day after hangover, U.S. Open Monday, uh, the Red Sox are minus 1.5 in the red line, plus 105. Total in this game is a 9.5, but the under has been bet down to minus 120. Red Sox money line is minus 190 in this game shine. Between the game itself and the props, anything you're looking at for Red Sox and Tigers first of three. Yeah, I'm going Red Sox minus one and a half on that run line at plus 105. Uh, Like you said, this Tigers team is really bad. I think the Red Sox can beat up on them. I'm not confident enough in uh, Winkowski to go over on his strikeouts prop. I I do think he'll pitch well today, but I, I, I don't 
think he'll get over that four and a half number. So I'm going to ride with the uh, Red Sox on the run line. I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but Alex Faido, who's starting tonight for the Tigers, he stinks. He's coming off a three-inning outing where he gave up seven runs on nine hits, including two home runs. He's a lot of home runs in six of his last eight games. I want the Red Sox team total over five and a half runs at plus 105. That is likely going to be my Mutt's big bet, which got absolutely buried by that under that the comeback on Friday, which I'm still annoyed about. So dumb. Uh, so we're 18 and 15 in that. Now that that's not a good record. Well, that, uh, that under happened. That happened again last night too, didn't it? I know. Because yes. wasn't the over six under... to one, and then six to four. Yes. Yeah, it was ten. It was, I'm pretty sure it was ten again last <laughs> night, and it ended up six to four. It's so stupid. Yep, you'll hear me yelling Three about runs this in the ninth inning on the pregame. God show Almighty! I know, I know. Um, so I'm gonna go Red Sox over team total. And I'm going to be looking at uh, some of the Red Sox batters prop shine for same-game parlays. People start turning the page and building their daily same-game Red Sox parlays. Uh, please note that uh, right-handers against this righty, uh, Fajardo for the Tigers, are hitting 316 with an 800 OPS. You can get Xander Bogarts and, I believe, Trevor Story a plus money for a one-and-a-half total basis tonight in this game. Should also point out the Red Sox now lead the majors in doubles at Fenway Park. So uh, doubles are your friend. Total base bets are your friend. Look at the matchup. You can make those work here tonight. I'll be interested. Team total over five and a half at plus 105. And uh, some of the batting props as part of the same game parlay stuff uh, as well. Uh, and I would also be interested in betting the under on outs recorded for Alex Fajardo, but they've not posted that number yet. Ooh, okay. Which is probably good coming off a three-inning outing for him. Uh, he stinks. So this is kind <laughs> of – this will be the format here, folks. We're going to do some different stuff. I reached out to – John, we can produce on the fly here right now. Uh, let you know that I reached out to Ryan Horvath, who is oh, nice. a host of Bet MGM tonight. He's a big baseball better, and so I want to bring him in at some point this week as we transition into uh, kind of a baseball betting podcast here for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I want to get his thoughts on what, what his process is like because they give out baseball bets every single night. Like they go through that 10:30 to 11, 11 o'clock hour. He goes through and they go through every game and he has like leans or thoughts or passes on each game. So I want to know what his process is in betting on baseball. Uh, and then eventually we've got to start doing some football stuff here, Sean. We're oh, a week, a month out from for camp. Football futures, baby. I'm already hammering Patriots under eight and a half total wins. So uh, I, am, I am very much excited for some baseball futures here uh, coming up in July. Football futures. Fo- uh, yeah, why did I say baseball? I meant because we have because literally baseball is all going to be talking about. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's you're right. Why. My bad. My bad. Football that futures. And- Football futures are coming. That and your golf game. Uh, my trip. Oh, Lord Hobo, excellent job yesterday by Nick Fitzy Stevens as yeah. part of the uh, first uh, first annual six point one seven k. How'd that go for you? You finished strong. Uh, I ran with my son, who ran the entire thing with me. Wow. Uh, we, a couple of stops there, but we did it in just over 40 minutes. So I, for nice. a nine-year-old, that was pretty good. Hell yeah. And so, somehow he sprinted at the end and beat me. Somehow <laughs> my son beat me in a four-mile race time. So I need to work on that. Uh, but he's got we got golf this week. Golf camp starts. Golf practice starts. Uh, Chelmsford Country Club. Uh, and away we go. So that's going to be our Love schedule. To hear that. I, shot, I shot a 40 at Chelmsford, by the way, a couple days ago. Shut up. Wonderful. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I've a good only, day. I've walked it uh, on Sundays with him, but I want to. I want to try to play it. Maybe this week. The weather looks fine this week. We have Red Sox baseball at night, so I got days open. I may, uh, may text you here at some point in the next couple of days. Yeah, I don't know how there. far you live either. Uh, not to, this is uh, they're not a sponsor. This is just a quick quick yeah. mention here. Uh, if you use golf now and you book within like thirty or forty minutes of the actual tee time, it's like twenty five dollars with a cart. It's glorious. Again, they're not a sponsor, but we live. We both live uh, right around the corner, so yep. you're gonna get you're gonna get golf highlights here. Uh, on the podcast. So if you have guest ideas, you have show ideas, you have topics you want us to discuss, very, very simple. This will be the time to do it in the next six weeks, folks. Uh, tweet at us, BetQLBoston, BetQLBoston on Twitter, and you can be a huge help to us and the show by subscribing to the podcast feed. 
iTunes, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. It's a huge help to us, Shime. And uh, I, we should tweet that out today. If, there, if people want us different topics now that we're sort of through the NBA Finals into a slower season, we are open to topic and guest suggestions on this yes, podcast, definitely. correct? Absolutely. I mean, we're going to have to finagle a few things here with the uh, the lack of things to gamble on. We're going to grind. We're going to yeah. grind, Shine. We're yeah. going to make this thing work. This is the grinding season. We're going to have, and we're still going to have fun with it. That's the point of this. We're going to have fun. So we're going to have people on that will make it fun. And, and we're going to enjoy ourselves until football comes back. And that's when the uh, real, real betting starts again. So I am, I'm excited for that. BetQL Boston on Twitter. Shime, excellent stuff. Thank you, Matt Fitzpatrick. Thank you, U.S. Open. Thank you, the Country Club, which I, I saw uh, Greg Dickerson tweet about this today, and he's right. It should not be another 40 years between that con- that that place hosting the U.S. Open. I they should be back agree. there in 10 years. Uh, they got to go back. I, I And, like, that's that's my big sticking point is it's great job by the USGA and the Country Club for making that such an awesome event because I, I think the people who were there loved it. Uh, the course was maniacal and awesome. But NBC, don't ever let them have this again. Next time, give it an ESPN. Get, let them do whatever they want with it, and then and then we can have some fun, and we can really all of us at home and at the course enjoy the U.S. Open. Enjoy it without NBC. And thankfully, hopefully, ESPN Plus is back on Thursday with the Travelers, which by right, right, Connecticut Hannibal's covering it in full. Week. Yeah, we he's going to be there all four days. Okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have Hannibal back on Wednesday. We're, it's, 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 New, it's, a, it's a New England pot. It's a New England tournament. You're right. It's, it's, we gotta have him like on. We have got to have him on. He's going to be there all four days. You're right. When you're right, you're right, Mutt. Okay, we'll talk to Hannibal Wednesday on the Travelers there in Cromwell, Connecticut. Enjoy uh, Pine Hill Shine. Look forward to your recap of the round tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Can't wait. Talk to them, Mutt. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.